see most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we hear the safe word, we will not stop. This is Jason Rouse, and welcome uh, to the Safe Word Podcast. I can already tell this one is going to be, well, fun. Is this going to be fun? You guys want to introduce yourself? Yeah, Ari? I mean, we're just a power couple here on your couch. Just power couple. This is uh, Ari Manis and Amir K. Uh, Amir a lot K. of people don't know his real name is Amir Kimyab. Kimyab. I don't Dude, know if he wants that. Was the P? I don't know if he wants that out there on the internet, but it's out there now. Why did you do that? People need to know. Yeah, but why? Because uh, some people just usually do the name change, and it's but to uh, abbreviate your last name, starting with a K. Yeah, just leaving it K. Did it's, you get tired? Because I have some Greek friends that are very uh, fed up with people mispronouncing their name. Well, it was a little bit of that, I think, in the beginning. Then it was like the. Uh, if you've searched my full name, the sexual predator stuff comes up. So I fucking <laughs> wanted to change that so people don't oh. come up when then you Google me. No, it was uh, you know, it, it was it was the fucking thing. It was the <laughs> the people messing up my name at Mike's, man. Sorry, you guys are like holding each other. Yeah, on my you've turned my couch like into I a said, love we're seat. A power couple. Yeah, um, you guys are a power. couple. I have a real question for Amir. Yeah. So now that this world is getting more diverse, ah, and here we go, Adolf Schindler, you know, whatever you want to call it, Hollywood. There's a big diversity push in the stand-up world and all the show business. Have you thought about, hey, maybe I'll go back to Amir Kimyab for showbiz? Give it up for this filthy. I'm kidding. If I was to to call you uh, something dirty, <laughs> listen. Say the K word. No, <laughs> listen, dude. Keiko. <laughs> I would never say Kinkles. that. Kegels, 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 Kankles. No, uh, I will not do that. And the the reason I wouldn't do that. Yeah, there's no way. I do a lot of stuff. I like K better because I don't like uh, filthy uh, Arabs. I thought it was going to be them. I cancel them. <laughs> I thought you know because uh, I found that a lot of people that had rap careers that would get into stand up comedy. You know, you've seen some crossover artists the last 10 years that all of a sudden had a comedic attention on social media who've now like, oh, my agent says I should do stand-up. Right. What's your handle? Oh, it's, uh, you know, Takashi349, <laughs> you know, and now that's a thing. Is he doing stand-up? Like Dave. He Dave, should be doing stand-up. Dave, uh, what's his name? This guy from uh, FX is Dave, Little Dicky. Oh, Little Dicky. He does comedy, you could say. Well, he's like a, but stand he's like up? a funny rapper. I don't think he does stand up. He's actually a decent rapper. He's really good. I, I saw like a freestyle him. of his. He's, his freestyles on those fucking whatever, the morning shows, are yeah. insane. They're so good. Yeah. But and no, he's Jewish. And, uh, uh, no, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, but the, the Beastie Boys covered it. There's no 
Jewish hip hop groups that could eclipse License to Ill. That's a great album. There isn't until there is, though. Someone's going to do it at some point in the history of time. There's been attempts. Some Jew's going to come out there like Little Dickie or who knows. I'm talking a three-man, you know, iconic. Jamie Kennedy tried to do it. I'm biased because. Couldn't uh, do it. The first piece of music I ever bought was uh, Beastie Boys. They're great. Love them. Rest in peace, peace, y'all. Yeah. Adam? Was it, uh, what's his name? Yakowitz. And dude, we're in the Rouse layer. This is kind of dope, dude. You don't know we're you guys in, have, we came all the way in Austin to cuddle on your fucking couch. <laughs> and we're in Rouse's dope ass apartment. You've never made any everybody makes references to all the uh satanic imagery and well, wouldn't like be that. a Rouse layer without that shit though, you know, Rouse's house. Rouse's house from behind, which is coming out in October. I got offered uh, two podcasts when I came out here to Austin to do uh, the Joe Rogan Experience reached out <laughs> and said, would you like to be on? And, then, and at first I said yes, and then you reached out and said, yeah. will you do the podcast? And so I called Joe and I canceled on him, and now mm. I'm here. And this is a lot better. Because um, as you know, I've done it twice before, needed to come back. Joe Rogan is like, I'll do that when I get to it. Yeah, you. well, first of all, you were episode one of my podcast. Mm-hmm. You were the first episode like four years ago, five years ago. You're like, hey, yeah. set, set up the mics, and then, hey, let's just fucking shoot an episode. That's how that's how I get on podcasts. Yeah. I go in there for <laughs> yeah, tech yeah, advice. Yeah. And, and your epi- like, yeah, how many episode it? ones have you been on? <laughs> yeah, 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 150. A lot of episode ones. Yeah. And when did you lose your writing job on SNL? Oh man, that's so funny. Is that a sensitive subject? That's so funny. Uh, it's, it's you know what? Honestly, a lot of people cry wolf on in in our industry of ideas uh-huh. that have been extracted or remnants of something that's already in the ether in the stand-up community but i've never seen <laughs> line for line pretty blatant. for line for line how do you where does that that's two it's like 13 coincidences one after yeah another. it was it was a lot do you want to explain like maybe there's maybe there's a small percentage chance that it was parallel thought but it was pretty blatant i so my uh friend Alex and Saliaga, my neighbor, it was his. He came up with the sketch, the original sketch mm. draft, and then we we worked on it together and punched it up. There's some drama between us now because of it. But uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, so I remember thinking maybe you know maybe it's parallel thought, and then I sent it over to Alex, and Alex was like, he gave me the courage to post it. Yeah, because he's he's like, no, they well that they sketch stole was it. probably because I didn't years... want to cry wolf, and I didn't want to like cause get attention of course for this and i was like who i don't know the story who cares and he's like no that's that's messed up that's effed up dude they took it and he was very passionate about it so i'm like all right all right well let's let's make a little comparison video and post it on the internet and see what happens and it, it went like micro viral in the comedy scene yeah yeah and not only that but from what if i remember the timelines correctly your sketch was probably Two years earlier, wasn't it? It was about ten months earlier. Ten months earlier, it. so it was a scene. And, and I submitted it on my right. I submitted a writer's packet to SNL this year, mm. and it was no, in okay. in the writer's packet. Wow. So Wait, I posted. Clip? No, okay. clip separately. So I posted. The, I sent them the actual script that we wrote, and then I also posted the clip on my Instagram and YouTube. And not to uh, name drop or brag, but there's several people from SNL that follow me on Instagram and that for sure likely saw watch my sketches 
uh, both cast members, writers, producers, just because I've been in the comedy scene 10 years and yeah. have, you know, met a lot of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it sounds so like it's bragging, very plausible. But it's truth. Yeah, it's very plausible that they not only saw my script, but my Isn't it sketch. weird when people think you're not going to go anywhere and they bite your shit? Yeah. Isn't it crazy? And, and it's funny because I would always <laughs> hear, when since I moved to L.A., you always hear bitter comedians or, or shitty comedians who go, ah, yeah, this network stole my shit. This guy stole my joke. Yeah. And whenever I hear that, yeah. I always, in my head, I, I nod and say, oh, that sucks, man. But in my head, I go, you're full of shit. No one's stealing your thing. No one steals. Yeah. Everyone can come up with their own stuff. Yeah. It was probably parallel thought at best. Mm-hmm. And then it happened to me. And I'm like... Oh, I guess it does happen But for sometimes. you, it's business as usual. You haven't jumped off and said, ah, I got the industry fucked me over 10 years ago, and that's why it never went anywhere for me. Yeah, no, no one ever fucked me over. Just no one ever no hired one cared. me to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that fat Jewish guy, you remember that dude? He was like a big Instagram guy. Oh, he would steal uh, jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, and he stole one of my jokes, and I got tagged, like a fucking billion people tagged me in mm-hmm. his post. It was like... Um, I had some Starbucks joke or some shit. Whatever it was like, that was his oh, thing, uh, though. He was yeah. he was the meatpacking company, like the baloney guy of stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah, yeah. So, so, but the, but that's what would happen. He would go, and then I was in New York that week, right? Like I was in New York doing shows, and he has like I guess interns or some shit go to stand-up shows yeah, or so something. They bite. They bite like you know little snippets to yeah. put on like a meme, right? Mm-hmm. And he did it, and that's why I was the same thing. I was like, fuck. I remember, and I was like newer in the comedy game, you know, so. Trying not to ruffle feathers. At the time, no, I just hit my manager. I'm like, dude, what the fuck, man? And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. There's a few ways. Then luckily, like some of the news, you know, whatever, fucking, I forget some of these. Backed you up. Yeah, they picked it up, and then they got like three other comics that, that he's bit from. Yeah. And then, so that was cool to just have that validation, because I was like, oh, okay. Not only that, the guy was had a development deal with they a came, They dropped network. it at yeah, that time, yeah, yeah. and that's when the article came yeah. out, and then all the all the shit, like, and then he, he lost everything. But the comics really got on board, and it was dope to see everyone tag you know, like, yo, this is his joke. This is his joke. I can't wait to see all the uh, documentaries 10, 20 years from now of all these people that had these huge peak of successes and just fell by the wayside because that was, it was all a house of cards anyway. You, you know? mean just with getting their shit stolen? Uh, no, 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 no. With people skyrocketing into celebrity, like, uh, what was it, a Fat Jew? Uh-huh. That guy? He, just by ripping like I never, off. I never. All of a sudden, it was like the, people were accumulating millions of followers in a very short time in comedy. Well, what then, I, I think, I actually don't think that SNL steals or that even the Fat Juice steals. I could be wrong about on both accounts, but I don't think Lauren Michaels he's is got saying so to, much, yeah. saying to people, no. "Hey, when you have a slow week, watch some stand-up yeah. sketches no. and go through the writers' it's, packets." It's like a writer under yeah, I think really it's pressure. All of them are exactly. under pressure. And Lauren Michaels is not going to tarnish. No, yeah. his, there's no way. His, yeah. his so I'm crown actually, I'm not bitter comedy. towards SNL. I, I'm, I'm not even bitter at all, actually. Talk to Jim was, Brewer. Yeah, He'll oh, tell yeah. you a laundry list. A lot list. of people were talking. Yes. We're clipping that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Brewer. Yeah. There's other guys that have had There's a guy from the, the handful of times I've heard him discuss his experience on Saturday Night Live. Uh if there's anybody that deserves to be pissed off, it would be Brewer. You know, when you're a star player and people are railroading you into uh, a position where you want to kill other people on the staff, 
Um, yeah, that was a good Rogan story. Yeah, was that was cool. Wanting to be, or he actually tried to fight the yeah, guy. He's and like, someone broke it up. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm from the streets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would imagine that both in my circumstance with SNL and Amir's circumstance with the Fat Jew, it's pressure as an employee there at one of those places as a writer. Yeah, you have to not come up with. Not yeah, like cross, you know, right. They can't cross check everyone. It's just it's like plagiarizing in college. There's pressure to get this essay done. Yeah. I plagiarized before, it, it, you know, especially when, it, when it's, your, it's different when you're, see, when we're stand-up comedians, at least for me, there's no pressure. To, I, I don't have to come up with an hour in a certain amount of time. No one's knocking on my door begging for it. When there is that pressure, when someone's saying, hey, you need an hour, a new hour by October, that's when you probably get a little itch on you. Hey, maybe I could just rip off this bit. You know, I need it. I need it. No one's going to notice. But for me, there's no need to steal because there's no one... You yeah, know, it please, doesn't yeah. benefit me to steal because yeah. I'm not making money from stealing. No, you're adrift anyway. <laughs> right. You know I'm what I nobody. mean? I'm a nobody. But no, when, no, when you're, you're a somebody, not, you're not that's a, when a it no, makes more sense to steal. But you're in a, uh, like an, uh, uh, an isolated lake. People come to the shore and wave to you. But you're yeah. like, I'm going to I'm still paddling. Yeah, yeah. Because you throw me, ro- there's no ropes left. A hundred percent. Right? It's a, but there's some, uh, I wish I had better language, but... Um, there's some pride in being in the ocean all by yourself in a, in a boat in a storm. Yeah, a little bit. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Opposed Low, to... Less pressure. You're, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, how is... Speaking of living in a boat on the ocean, how's your boat coming together? Your I'm land building, boat. Well, actually, Amir owns a boat. He owns a fishing boat. Ew. In a, I caught crabs on your boat he last keeps, time I was uh, in the Long Beach Harbor. What's it called? What's the name of it? The don't, SS don't Seaman. The, yeah, the SS. Do you have problems been. with outside forces? Uh, how so? <laughs> <laughs> what, what boat flip is it? What boat number is it? I can't tell people. You man. live I don't want secret. Sink in my boat. Yeah, dude. Have you watched Seaspiracy? <laughs> Come on, man. Get with the like, times, you fucking. <laughs> What's your address? What's your home address? Don't talk to people this way. Ari. Went to the Scientology. You're in the flyer. He's so stupid, yeah. dude. He went there and did the test with. You went with Abby, right? Yeah, yeah. Made Abby, me sit through Abby Roger Robrage Robrage. And because I remember you guys coming back to the store one time, giggling together, like, "Oh fuck, we've just—it's a long thing. It's not short, oh, dude. You got to sit there. Yeah, for we've spent." Full days at the Scientology Center. And they have all your info. And she's just a- oh, I still get phone calls and letters from them. And we were in, and one, the best. You're, you're in the newsletter. The, your so photo. The best thing that happened was we were there all day. And they have like a school, basically. It's like a classroom system. And you two look, you and Abby could potentially be like role model, like aspiring, high level. Do you guys uh, look textbook Tom Cruise? I mean, as- anybody could if you have money. That's what they, all they care about. They Abby want. grew up in a cult, yeah, but, what, yeah. what people don't know. Abby grew up in a cult. Yeah. I, was, yes. I felt bad Abby about Abby grew up that, as a Hare Krishna. So we were there one day, and we were there. They closed to the general people at around 5 p.m. I forget. I think it was 5 yeah. p.m. And we forgot something. We left, so we came back because we forgot something. So we kind of... Uh, they're closing up, and we sneak through the exit. Not sneak through. We just walk in confidently because we f- we're just going to get something. Mm-hmm. And as we go in, they have this fo- like a photographer is there, and he sees us and he goes, "Hey, are you guys uh you guys down Idiots. to be in the photo shop? <laughs> no, like are you guys down to be in the photo shoot? We, we need we need two extra people." And he just thinks we're Scientologists because yeah. we're, we're walking in confidently to get a thing, and it's cl- the building's closed, and we're like. 
Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I would love to help. See, that's the thing. It was You're, literally like a movie moment yeah. where where we didn't belong there, but they thought we did, and they're like, yeah. "You guys are in the photo shoot." You're officially Tom Hanks. Hold on. Were you really in the brochure? Yeah, hundred percent. I, I saw yeah. the picture. They gave us uniforms. Not only that, they put us in the Scientology <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and, yeah. and they were taking, and they had nice. And this was a, a high level shoot. Like you'd think, maybe it's some rinky dink. Oh, it was one of like those cult shoot. Out. It was a it was a nice brochure. They yeah. were using Multiple full yeah. frame Loose. Sony cameras. And uh, it was like a re- lighting, real great. photo. Thank you. you. It was great. a real photo shoot, and now we're in the. Um, it's called the. What's it called now? I forget. I forget the name of the brochure we were in, but it's for their. They have this thing where you basically detox you, and you take all these pills. It's and in the documentary, money. but. And says, "Yeah, we're in the brochure for it. That's the so center. Funny. That's history. You always wanted your name on the Do wall. You have of the, the brochure. Store. Yeah, have it at home. He's got That's T-shirts so made cool. with the brochure." <laughs> That's so cool, man. Yeah, they can't deny you access. That's legitimately... Look, I got to go in and, and grab some souls. And they go, do you work here? And I go, uh, I'm in the brochure. Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. And then it's funny. We came back and we showed the people, because we loiter there a lot to like, kind of make fun of them. And we showed this girl that we were in the brochure. And she was like... Wow. She, she was literally stunned. She was like, how did you guys get in the brochure? And we're like, oh, they love us. They love us here. And she's like, I've been in Scientology my whole life, and I've never been in the brochure. Yes, and there's a lot of like, stats. It was, it was legitimately you hilarious. You can get some science hole from that. I Just wish by I being could. In- so they're strict, because um, I've hit on a, many Scientologist women at the center. I go there and Ooh. hit on the women there for fun. What's and they you go, do you want to go clear? <laughs> from behind, I, clear from I say uh, would love to take you on a date sometime. Just normal stuff, but they always are like, I only date. They only date Scientologists. Really, they would never date so an outside. It's all in house. It's all in house, and it's all, it's that way in a lot of religions and cults. Yeah, but you know? what do you? Isn't there going like to be a, a culture parents clash? Parents would be very mad if they found out that me and him were dating. Keep the gloves up. But dude. what about a Shiksa uh, Scientologist? What about? If you would you marry one? I would, but they would never marry me. Oh. I'm not picky about who I date. I'll date. <laughs> I'll date any re- race he or religion. You look at like your, your whole family tree. Is that really what you're going to do with mm. the rest of us? Is just mm. fuck whoever you want, Ari? If, would your family be mad if they found out we were dating? Not at all. Not at all. You threw up in your mouth. No, I didn't. He wouldn't. His family wouldn't, but he would. You'd be angry if you guys were dating. If people knew how close we were, there's no video on this one, but dude, we are so close. Yeah, I know you guys are close. Oh, we're wrapped in each other's See, that's arms. That's the thing, though. Ari, he slithers up beside you and makes you love him and pet him. I have known Ari for years, man. He's, he's my favorite lapdog. He's one of my favorite guys to talk to, dude. For the first like three years, <laughs> I only called him about tech stuff. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? This guy's actually pretty fucking cool. I got along with him right out. away. Yeah, I like Ari. I like hanging out because he's. Is stays- he listening? Yeah. Oh. I don't remember. It stays how. true. I actually legitimately don't remember meeting either of you. I don't remember the, our first meet. Do you guys? Do either of you have a first? It was definitely memory? at a comedy club. Yeah, for I sure. I was trying I to move into your building. I think initially. Oh, with Brian Moreno. Oh, the Brian yeah. Moreno house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was I was with looking Lenochi? for decent yeah. accommodations, and I thought, oh, these comedians. It's probably now they. Brian is an idiot. Brian's an idiot. Brian's an idiot. He just called me. He called me. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> he's so, an idiot. Nice guy. It doofus. He has big to be. Doofus. Wait, why do you guys I'm not an like asshole. him? No, I think oh, no. I, was... I love him, he's, but he's a big doofus. Yeah. That, I... Should we edit that out? No, I like Brian. I like Brian, too. So we can just leave that in. Okay. I don't even know <laughs> the woman. 
Huh? You don't know him. I know him. You do. Have you done his new podcast? Have you? <laughs> Who's got a new podcast? Let's do this podcast. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I heard you got fired. From? From life. Hey. <laughs> God damn it, dude. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, have you ever been fired from something? I would imagine you HBO. Have. For Wait, what? Yeah, what was the... Tell us that story. For being awesome? <laughs> Um, no, I don't get fired. I've n- I haven't had a, a day job in, uh, no, like an acting gig or, a, yeah, you know, I've should have been show. fired. Have you ever been kicked off a weekend early? Like, come on, oh, you're yeah, a very yeah, yeah. polarizing uh, figure, uh, <laughs> uh, both on and off the stage. You're covered in tattoos. You have a shaved head. You have plugs in your ears. You talk about squeaky clean material. Yeah, you have, you have I'm polarizing to say the, the least. Yeah. I've been fired. Honestly. Tell us your because worst fire be- story. My worst fire story? Like the one story? where it actually upset you. Oh, I got fired. Uh, no. I, uh, There's no club that you were doing, and they're like, hey, man. Nottingham Jongliers in England. Nottingham, where Robin Hood's from. Yeah. Um, because they would get, it was a comedy chain like the Improv, mm-hmm. and they would get uh, large businesses would do their annual. Like corporate events there. Corporate events. Mm-hmm. So you'd get, the audience would be like, a couple of different businesses, and sometimes they out with the boss drinking, get a little me against them, and they uh, they said you can't come back <laughs> uh, to this particular club. It's Nottingham, England. It's posh e mm-hmm. people. You know, they're not Mister Shit Whiskers is not going to fly in the old English. But no, honestly, fired. From in, in show business, and I'm exaggerating, three times, you seem not convinced. <laughs> but well, you know, I've seen. I mean, like I've watched you with audiences that you, you know, I would say, oh, okay, this isn't going to be a Rouse audience, you know. And I've turned them around. And you've turned them around exactly. Yeah. And I've seen you like, like I, I said, with the Moz shows. That was one of my favorite ones to watch because I go, <laughs> I mean, it was like a true watching, like well, a real explain, comedian. Explain because well, no, it was prob- watching a real comedian do what the fuck that he does mm. and not like pander at all No, based off the audience. Like you said, you switch the cards around, which is what I would do. Like if I'm in a city and I go, okay, this joke might go over well here. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, yeah. I'll just, but we got a deep, you know, deep well of shit to pull from. Like you got a deep back pocket with jokes you've had for 30 years or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, just. And just, I've spent my whole career not, a majority of it of not having my audience. Right. It's always been somebody else's audience. Mm-hmm. And, um, I enjoy the uh, being, I need a tug of war. I run into problems sometimes when it's a lot of my fans in certain places in the world where specifically come out to see me. And that's a whole different language altogether. Like how so are they expecting like the hardest rouse that they're they totally expecting it? Yeah. And they're almost yeah. different. Oh, that wasn't bad enough. <laughs> no one like that. Yeah, yeah. This is, I'm doing, that was a terrible Danish accent, but. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah. Everyone is, they clapped at the end. I, I want my money back, you know. <laughs> I actually had a guy uh, uh, ask for his money back because it, it wasn't as aggressive as he was told it was going to be. Yeah. Um, more pussy blood. More pussy blood. <laughs> more stillborn babies on ice picks. I imagine some people, because this even happens to me, and I'm, not, I'm edgy, but not, I would say, less edgy than you. 
but people say they bring people to my shows because they want to watch them freak them out, watch my set. Yeah, like they've already seen it and they go, and I just like watching other people see you for the first time. Sure. So I imagine there's people who bring people to you, and then they're like, "Oh man, everyone's Even, liking him. It's not as fun because everyone loves him." Not only that, people will come to my shows to break up with their significant others. That's so good. They come I, I, to break I brought up. people into the room to watch you. Go on. Yeah, to see where they are. Oh, dude, I've been like, you got to watch this. <laughs> so that's the thing. I think comics would do that for your set as well. Like Brody was a guy like that. You know, I'd make people come in and watch Brody. Holtzman. Holtzman's a guy like that. Last Paris, night. Paris. So you know, yeah, there's yeah, a, yeah. there's a, uh, anybody at the store after it's like, midnight. You got to see this. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah you got to see this. Yeah. Brian's been killing it. He's going to run we were with him last night. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. Man. Holtzman's just Wild another, man. He's an animal, dude. I love it. Wild man. Love it. What a, what a, uh, um, that's the canary in the birdcage for Austin. Is uh, Brian Holtzman's, uh, uh, I don't even know, undescribable you gotta watch force him, of nature. It's incredible to see even because his, his material, if you think about it, like this day and age, but you see him turn a room, it's so fucking yes. dope. It's like, oh, oh, you know, and yeah. it's not late. It's not like they have him up pretty prime time nowadays. And, you know, at the comedy store, they've have him, have him up He's probably the, the most experienced comedian in the city. I, I think so. Started in 88. <sighs> Before I was born, I heard you were born. he's a uh, self saboteur. I've heard he has uh, in throughout the years been presented some opportunities and then just yeah, but those not, weren't they does were, not bend to the Hollywood agenda it, at all. That's the thing; people present their opportunities to right. you. It doesn't necessarily make it your opportunity, right? Now they we look at that as being what was the word saboteur or self saboteur or or some would call him just a true artist. And not a sellout. Yeah, you can See, play that, that kind of romantic end of it of always so, uh, you know, van, avant-garde or, uh, yeah. uh, artistic integrity. But it's those are uh, opportunities that people manufacture to exploit your abilities. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your abilities are just not exploitable. I'll tell you what. I want to sell out. I know, I but you've, said, you've been saying me. that since the first. You are, You couldn't beg for a Nickelodeon... Like, and that's the thing. You, I want Nickelodeon. You, you're an infiltrator. I'm going to delete all my social media so that Nickelodeon, I got a shot. No, but you could bypass that by doing something even greater. You could sell out so bad that Nickelodeon, like, look, he's done a bunch of bad things, folks. Scientology flyers. <laughs> uh, I think he stole some Saturday Night Live sketches, <laughs> you know, but we need him on Willie's Water Slide. Kids show for Nickelodeon, and you play Willie, and you make ten you guys million do that? dollars. Would either of you play Willie on Willie's Water Slide for Nickelodeon? He get I, I have he, played it. I played George the Hot Dog Guy on Disney. I thought that was you uh, played George the Hot Dog Guy. Yeah, George the I Hot Dog Guy was George Dana the Duke. Hot Guy at the Green Door Sex Club in Las Vegas. <laughs> I played that same character. <laughs> I George thought that was Dana Duke. So hard, no, dude, Dana Duke's so funny. So you know, Dana Duke. No, I'm straight. Persian comic. <laughs> What's a Dan Adute? He's Dan Adute. He's a Persian comic, but he doesn't Is really he American? do American? He, he's American. Wait, that's not a character you do? Dan Adute's a different person? <laughs> <laughs> so Dan does his character, Falafel <laughs> Phil. 
No. Falafel Phil. Isn't and that I've kind of like, like a, a Middle Eastern blackface? Yeah, that's. I would think so. But I mean, it's it's funny because like it was years ago and, and kids still like, like, dude, are you Falafel Phil? Like I've been with them. And they like call him Falafel Phil, which seems like it seems like they're calling him like a derogatory. <laughs> you know, hey, it's Falafel Phil. Like I'm like, dude. Yeah, somebody know. on the outside. What did you call that gentleman? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So I don't know. You'd be Falafel. F- no, I wouldn't. No, you can't. No, are you crazy? I would never do that. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> no, early in in like in my acting career, I was. They were like, oh, here, do, you know, audition for the Disney. So I've done that. How I many like, movies have you been in? I don't think I would do it. Now it's like if I see the fucking thing and it's like, oh, this is a, you know, and it's it's just some like hacky character that comes in and does like a couple lines, you know, a couple lines of like a Middle Eastern line. I, I won't do it. But if it's something that like you can, you know, really get into and like make right. it make it funny and make it cool, yeah. then I'd do so it. You you're saying you would only do now a role that speaks to you and that would interest you. You wouldn't sell out and do like a uh He's, think he's too old commercial. to sell out now. Yeah, it's too old. You, you, too. you look like a, a young punky Brewster. I'm. I was born in the '80s. I'm younger than you guys, but I'm not. A, I'm not what you, a spring chicken anymore. 38? I'm, I'm, I'm 81. I'm almost 40. I'm almost 50. I'm 31. You're 31. Yeah. 31. Damn, you're 10 years. 39. Younger. I guess so. You look like shit, Ari. I know. Yeah. No, he looks good. He looks like a thirty year old. No, I, I, I look my age. I, I very much look my age. I definitely don't look good, you, but I don't look. Your, uh, I don't think I look bad either. Military background has probably served you in your Boy future. Scouts. Boy Scouts. That's not okay. Now he was. You were in a uniform situation in up in uh, that paradise you fucking grew up in with your nice family. Dude, he showed me how to march. He showed me how to march in a swimming pool last. Yeah, night. but he held his hand up over his head, which was weird. I thought. <laughs> why is Why is Ari goose stepping around the Mister Turtle pool? Heil Hitchcock. <laughs> Heil Hitchcock. Adolf Schittler. Uh, no, wait, wait. What were you saying? <laughs> See, how do you like it, you fucking asshole? You derailed this. I uh, listen. I can dish and I can take. Yeah, but you like. Amir dishes and doesn't take. The only take. reason you dish is because you like to take. I like to You're take sick. it hard. He takes I like to take it. it hard from two men. No, no, it's nothing in queer. But you. Oh. <laughs> Too bad. Uh, you like taking it. I take it. You like it. You're a bit of a sadist. You know, uh, I think I have one of those faces that people can. I've always been teased or bullied, not not like hardcore. Let's bullied, bring in Ari Shafir like and see who's bully. got a face that's got teased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always been one of those guys. I think I would just have a sweet face, and I'm easy to. Uh, You're to approachable. Taunt. I'm approachable. I'm tauntable. Your textbook taunt. Yeah. Your textbook and, taunt. And, uh, but and you I, learned to eat it. You're a I've, big shit eater. It's funny because I've kind of had it the whole time, but then every time it happens, I still. I still don't get it, but I think I'm just kind of one of like Tony Hinchcliffe is another. You know, you look at him and you just want to tease him because he's just like a skinny little dweeb, and I mm. think I have I have that quality too. And I've just come but to realize it in the last couple of years. But you has have eroticized it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I bet you your dick gets a little thicker. Sexualized it. You have. Yeah, I've seen you taking a beating verbally. Yeah, and he licks and his I've, lips. I've looked down, mm. and you have, you've been pitching some sort of a little chub tent. What's with your and, boners and being I, yelled at? You don't get a pick your fetishes. You don't. You don't get a pick what you're into. Hey, I'm not. Judging. And I'm. It just so happens that I guess over the years I've grown to like it, and now when someone taunts me, I get rock hard. 
I get rock, rock hard. Rock hard erection. And and I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I'm well endowed. So when I get a rock hard erection, people notice and it's uncomfortable. People are tripping public, over it. I'll be in a public setting. Someone's making fun of me, and then they look down and I'm erect. But that's the thing. When you it. get a boner, it's different than when I get a boner or when he gets a boner. It but you're, goes you, you can you can your your boner is kind of approachable. I have one right now. I know. You piece I, of shit. Look, see, the moment you call him a piece of shit, is a little, little it's it's t- tingle in his eye. Look, a piece of shit. If I threw a cup of hot. Shit. Okay, if I showed a picture of the lady. And threw a cup of her piss in your face. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there we go. Uh, I'll come. Uh, there, uh, I'll I come. You'll come? Yeah. More pussy blood. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? You ever had a cup of piss thrown in your face? Not, never a cup of piss. I actually, yeah, I've had, I, I, I shit on a boat the other day. I was on a fishing trip, and I had a shit in a bucket, right? So I put a little water we in We got the buckets bucket. here. Yeah, that's the only way I can shit from now on. I know you After developed I a did, fetish. After I did, it was fucking amazing, dude. So I'm sitting on the deck of this shit, this boat. And I Did you put, sit on the bucket? You, where you bu- yeah, there's a little toilet seat that goes uh, on the bucket. So you fill it with a little bit of water. You don't do a dry shit. You fill it with a little salt water. Why? So you, it splashes in you? Nah, yeah. You, you put just, just enough so it doesn't stick to the sides of the bucket because you don't want to be cleaning that out. Throw the bucket out. Listen. First of all, you're in the ocean. Hang a rat over the side. Yeah, but you can't because there's 25 fishing boats around. You wear a mask. <laughs> You wear a mask. And they go, did you see Spider-Man shit, shit off of our boat? Spider-Man? Did More. you see that? I didn't see no Spider-Man. You're hey, still that, wiping. That dentist is taking a fucking hanging. <laughs> so I, yeah, so I shit in the bucket and I threw it out like with the water. And then a little bit of the water splashed back and hit me in the face. Yeah. So I have had a, a bucket shit of shit. Water. A little shit water in the but mouth. But what was the follow-up? Oh, no. Or like, mm. No, like instinctively you go to lick the, the fluid that's coming off, you know, because I'm used to that. Okay. You You've know? had, I can't come without the shit thrown in. You can do it with your own shit. Yeah, you can do it. It's better taking your own shit, I think, than taking someone else's shit. On if the face, take, if you had to take a bucket of shit water in your face, wouldn't you rather be your own shit water? I'd rather be my. We're own clearly yeah. uh, at the wrong party. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Half of it is trying to guess the flavors. Yeah, I guess you already knew the. Flavors. I don't know if you if you ever been to like a. A skeet fest? Ever been logged in? Yeah, skeet. Scat? Uh, just your Snapchat. My is, scat, is, is speaking your of, Snapchat. you Have kept you that thing alive. You follow? Uh, dude, I did for like yeah. 15 minutes and it just made me <laughs> fucking sick. Okay, let's, let's address this and move on. Ten years ago, Snapchat became a thing. And when it became a thing, people were, had jumped into the idea of videotaping at shows for their Snapchats, and it became very annoying. Uh, I remember when Chris Rock was working on his Oscars set at the parlor, and people were just being very disrespectful and... Snapping it? Snapping it. This is like, you know, he's getting ready to do the Oscars, and people yeah. are, are scabbing off of it. Anyway, so I found the Snapchat, and I, I looked at the, the mechanics of it, and there's really... Okay, I could apply some sort of content to it, but I, I found that it was just like paper airplanes into a fireplace. You know, this is going to consume a lot of my time, and I really didn't want to um, uh, commit to that platform as far as producing content. But I knew it was a big thing, and um, 
it was when the cell phones came out with the little, you could put a loop on the back so you could hold it, pop-ups and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it, I can really move this in any direction and it won't fall off my hand and I can hold the record button down. So Let's, it was almost like they were asking you to do it. It was beckoning me. It was going, show, show people where you shit. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, every morning, and you can attest to this. Why'd you stop? Got lazy? Really? It's like you didn't want to make it. You didn't want to get money. Yeah, it's not like you don't have content coming, you know? Dude, honestly, and you could, you could. It was every day yeah. for five years, six years maybe. I know. And, when, and now that it's over, I Snapchat's feel a little empty. Thing. Yeah, I feel a little empty inside. And I was it's something trying to get that's rid missing of it. from my life, and I've never been able to replace with something. You know, I've got a lot of things on my plate. And, uh, <laughs> and I can't be showing you my asshole all the time, are you? Was there an awakening moment that made you stop? Were you like, I'm done with this? Or did it, you just get bored of it? Like, what when made I, you finally stop? Some Norwegian black metal guys told me enough. Really? It's, it's the same thing every time. That's <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, they don't get it. Did you ever, you never got flagged. Is there not a, it's not no. flaggable? Or is, was that the thing with Snapchat? You could put snuff on there and Well, look at Dalia. Yeah. You know, that people were, didn't know that you could save those videos. But I made sure that, look, and there's thousands of dumps. And I was going through a detox I think people would talk about it, though, a lot at clubs. Whenever Snapchat would come up, I think your asshole would come up every now and then. People were terrified. You know, I promoted it quite heavily. You were great because yeah. you would do it. I wouldn't tell people what they're getting. No, they, like, they, they, if oh, you he, haven't seen Jason Ross's Snapchat, you have to follow him. It is incredible. I think that's yeah. why I maybe looked at it. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, what the fuck? But Ari would go, like, there'd be tourists there from England. Oh, we're at the fucking comedy store. Oh, you guys like comedy? Do you guys know who Jason... Oh, this guy's great. Have you seen his Snapchat? Yeah. And then I'd have to slowly slip out in the shadows because now these people have been assaulted. And, and like, they've been assaulted. Yeah. They're on vacation and they're watching a waterfall of shit. <laughs> right? How long? Like, it was truly disgusting. Like three meters of mud scarf. Firing out of a fucking one of those shirt cannons, it yeah. would just pour out. Yeah. I was doing. Yeah, I was, I was concerned with your health many days. I know. I had some friends that would show it to their physician friends, and they yeah. go like, "This guy's dying," and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "I'm already right. dead." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'd it act, was liquid quite often. I would use beet juice because there was no fiber in my diet. I was doing a, a very clean uh, uh, protein. Veg, vegan protein. That doesn't seem and, healthy. Um, juice. So beets, carrots, kale. I'm not a doctor, but if it caused that kind of bowel movements that often, it could not have been a healthy diet. It was t- It was completely healthy. There was no... I was completely... But there was nothing to Shitting hold liquid for, it was day, a liquid for weeks on end is not healthy. Years. 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 And it yeah. didn't... It looked like liquid because it was one piece and it would come out so fast. Like a fire hazard. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's... Remember when you're in school... And the fire alarm would go off. Mm-hmm. I was the fire alarm. <laughs> and those kids couldn't get out fast enough. So it'd be one push. And it would look There's a, usually a cork, right? There's a little, little shit cork. That's the thing. It's not diarrhea. Don't be gross. There's okay? a shit cork. And then it comes out and then uh, beet juice. It wasn't diarrhea, no, but it, it was, was one, one small step above diarrhea. It was, if you held it like a fish. Pissing out of your asshole. No, it's not like beef dip. 
It had <laughs> it had some texture. It it was a log in the Amir, bowl. Are you happy you did this podcast? But when I'm the water ecstatic. changed direction, it would it would dissipate. But you could see there was nothing to hold it together. It was pure I want you juice. guys to play this at my funeral. I haven't even hit record yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the warm up the to get someone to throw up, and then we start recording. Everyone's just like, thank God they were talking about logs again on the show. It can't go an episode without it. But you kept that going. And actually, you would actually shame me. Hey, I haven't seen your shit in a couple of days. Is everything okay? Dude, it's just like, I'm tired of these people half-assing their <laughs> work. It's like, commit, be a professional, give the people what they want. Yeah. And you, can't, you can't complain that you're not getting... Booked enough gigs if you're not shitting every day on your Snapchat. I know. I could never hear you say, I'm not getting enough shows. I never shows. complained about my shows. I uh, had a couple shows. I don't know. I do maybe like three shows a month that were worthy. Yeah. I know. I went from like five days a week to three shows a month. But it was all... That's the- how it's been for me during the pandemic. Yeah. I've been doing like... I went back to, to Canada for six months to uh, do shows in a park. Were they fun? They were great. And then I caught a, a month of Yuck Yucks tours on the West Coast in October, came back to L.A. in November, moved to Austin by December, mid-December. So who's your crew out here? Is it the Death Squad crew? Like, do you have a crew? Who's your best friend in Austin? Her. <laughs> no, I don't have a best friend. I don't have a crew. Not yet. Uh, You're working on it. No, Rouse, Rouse is a lone wolf, dude. I'm Every time I see, see the know. guy, see, I'd knows. see him in like LA, dude. Never, one, except for those one one time I saw you at like the Lovitz Club with like a cast of characters look like out of fucking a, like a <laughs> death metal band or some shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, you get yeah. visitors, and they were like Norwegian or some shit, oh, Scandinavian. Yeah, 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 yeah. My friends from Sweden. There you go, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they were in the back talking shit. Yeah, you know, you speak a little sweet, Swedish. I had a, a really good friend in high school that was Swedish, uh, Eric Buchanan. Eric Buchanan. Yeah. Um, hey, 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 ho. They think it's weird Thanks when people go. nod, you know, when they say hi to each other. Yeah. He said, What's up? I said, Does this, you know, like they, they think it's weird when you walk yeah. by and you nod at them or you go, Hey, how are you? They're like, why? They're like, why? They don't, they don't do that shit. They don't, yeah. even, they don't acknowledge each other. They just kind of walk around and, right? They don't smile yeah. at each other and shit. No, because there's no reason to do It's cold. Fake. I feel like it's cold. It's cold because it's honest. Yeah. The world is a cold, lonely place. And they go, why would you fake? Hi. Hey, how you are you? You don't really give a fuck. Hey, how I are you? I don't give a fuck. I like it. You would I, it. Because it acknowledges that you, there's a human being next to you. Yeah, but when someone doesn't look at you and go, being? hey, when someone doesn't go, hey, it makes it feel like you don't exist to me. So how do you approach a woman in Sweden if you don't say, uh, You hey. speak English. And you go, oh, and go, oh, oh dude, oh, I was at, I would be, I'd be at a club. No, seriously, once yeah. they hear you speaking, and everybody wants to speak English when they're yeah. drunk in Sweden. Yeah, they, they speak fucking, English perfectly. They do. Yeah, and, and then they start speaking. And when, if you, I ordered like a beer in English, and then everybody was like, oh, my God, this guy's American. I could see you with a giant Swedish babe. Yeah, when I say I giant, like six two, former gymnast. Sounds great. If it, I'm, I've been dating this new girl. We've been on six dates now. But if it doesn't work out, I'll go to the, for the Swedish monster. Put Swedish monster. Yeah. Six dates. I've never been on a date. Yes, you have. I've seen you on a date. When? 
When uh, have you seen me with a I woman? went with you. Remember when we went to, you opened for <laughs> I've seen you on a date. I've yeah. seen you all on a right, date. All right, all right. Everyone settle down. What yeah. do you mean a date? You were with uh, that, you're that, with that one chick. chick. Yeah, you were with a chick and you bought her Why am I embarrassed? You were dating Because you guys are telling me you had a girlfriend. I was on a date. You, had a you did have a girlfriend for a while. Oh, I saw her on multiple occasions with you. That cunt from England. Whatever. British or American? I think she was American, yeah. Okay. The one I'm thinking of was American. You remember we went to, you opened for Tom Green? She came with us? And we, you guys were making fun of my music, even though I listen to very good music. No, you don't. Yes, I do. <laughs> you listen to garbage. You listen to people screaming in garbage cans at the top of their lungs, and, and, and which is oh, fine. I don't no. judge you for listening to dumb, like hardcore <laughs> rock scream that matches your it's your not even tattoos. Rock. It's whatever not it is. Rock. I don't judge you for listening to crazy if music that matches your look. Plays, but playlist. you can't call my music dumb. That's for sure. I think your music yeah. sucks. It doesn't. It's yeah. probably. I think it's all an act. Rouse like listens to fucking soft jazz at home. And I do. Like, I listen. And when someone comes over, he's got to put on that fucking you ever hardcore seen, shit. I don't put on. There's no put on. There's no. <laughs> dude, no. I this is him, it. I saw him in regular life, dude. The weirdest thing is to see Rouse like shopping, out, not at night. To see oh, this during the day. the day. I saw him at Runyon, which is like a hiking place yeah. in LA. And it was just, my mind almost fucking exploded. <laughs> I know, because you got to look at yeah, each other for like, 10 minutes. Yeah, and I was like, looking, and I'm like, that can't be. There's no way. Even like seeing you across the street today. All in black, weight vest, yeah, 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 hood yeah. covered. I don't like a, yeah. I don't uh like were you gonna say like I don't know. Guy? No. I wasn't gonna say that. I look like Batman. Cancel him. <laughs> Cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's next? Uh, I know you've been, I've been trying to look. We're trying to get yeah. We've been trying for to different, be for different for things. Cancel you guys. You yeah. just don't want to shame your family enough to be exiled. Dude, if you guys knew Your my folks. relationship with my folks, you would just be like, oh, wow, that's not the normal relationship people have with their parents. You have that. No, I know. Did you remember how I reacted to when you said you called your mom a bitch as a kid? Ooh. And I was like, well, what did she say to deserve that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. I go, well, yeah. she said something real bad. To Do you have a loosey-goosey yeah. relationship with your folks? It's a little bit of resentment, I think, from when I was a kid or some shit. I don't know. Maybe the, the move to America but fucked me up or clearly something. Clearly, what you've done in your career, I don't think there's, look, there's no stars in your family. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think I was looking for that approval after I turned like fuck. When I started making money in real estate back in the day, it was yeah. when I was like, "Fuck them!" Well, I don't know what you know, because it didn't matter anymore. I, you know, my dad moved back to Iran, so I didn't give a shit anymore. Ah. But like, I always felt like abandoned by them or something weird, you know. Only the dad moved back to Iran. Yeah, but now he goes back and forth. But yeah. my mom stayed here, and then my mom was kind of like a kid when she had us, so I felt like I was raising her the whole time. So like, you know, how I'm old was your her. mother when she had you? Seventeen? Like 19, 18, 19, something like that, maybe a little older. My mother was 20. like seventeen. Yeah, so they're Young kids, mothers. you know. Imagine yeah. you were fucking eighteen, say, raising kids in a new country. Like, dude, she had no idea. Three of them by herself. Yeah, she had no idea. That's crazy. Have you guys been to therapy? Oh God, here we go. Fuck you are, are you pitching your show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you guys. Therapy. I'm just saying, it, it sounds like is, we all need therapy. No, <laughs> that's what therapy. drugs and pussy are for. You fucking shithead, and that's your date, your date, your dating is yeah. bullshit. What do you mean it's bullshit? And your fucking playlist has a shotgun above sucks. his bed. Have you been to his house with a shotgun above his bed? Like, who is going there? What kind of shotgun shoots vibrators? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a cock that gun. Save that. <laughs> you just like the conversation starters. You're like, hey, what the hell is that? Oh, yeah. 
It's a double barrel uh, dildo. I mean, you might think it's a conversation starter. For me, it's a matter of protecting myself and defending my house against predators. Dude, you Airbnb'd and they robbed your house blind. That was the best. Oh, he, did you? He get- did like the quick rent and they stole like his fucking pet snake and everything. They took everything. They stole a lot of stuff. No. Yeah. I think I remember hearing, which is what, six months ago? No, this was. Like a year or two? No, more than probably six years ago at this so point. It was a long time ago. It was, yeah. Airbnb, it was fucking When I got robbed on Airbnb, it was years ago. It was many years ago. So, so what the happened? Apartment, the newest apartment. Yeah, so I think it was three or four years ago. So at Airbnb, least. your place for how many days? Uh, so I, w- I used to, when I would go on the road, I would Airbnb my apartment to kind of double up because, you know, as like a feature at these yeah. clubs, you're breaking even. Even, yeah. So I would Airbnb my apartment. And then I would at least make a little bit of money, and it felt like yeah. I was making money as a stand-up. Sure. Even though I really wasn't. I was making it from Airbnb. Clever. But, Clever. Um, Smart. Yeah. So, uh, and, you know, I still to this day, I'm not anti-Airbnb, even after this experience. It was, it, overall, you, you make money. It's, it's simple yeah. money. Someone stays at, you have a hotel. You turn your apartment into a hotel. But I came back one time, and my place had been ransacked. So they, they booked it for a night, and they just l- looted the apartment. Cause I kept, cause a lot of Airbnbs, you go there and it's just for Airbnb. Not that many of them people actually live in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I have guitars on the wall, my skateboards on the wall, uh, my gun on the wall. Like I, I had stuff. It wasn't like not, not a rich guy. It wasn't crazy, but just normal stuff. I had a TV, I have a projector, just the stuff that you use. And yeah, I oh, I have camera lenses, cameras, laptops. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I would, and he did the instant rent. Which is he yeah. did the instant rent, oh, yeah. which yeah. you don't screen these motherfuckers, and it's L.A. So you you did a panic last minute booking, or accept? I just yeah, I need the money. I and, yeah. and I had all good experiences so far, and yeah, it was stupid. In retrospect, it was very stupid, but yeah, it was instant book. So that means anybody could book it without uh, screen. I don't have to like message them or get to know them. It was just booked. Yeah, and I was like, fuck it, and then I came back and it was gone. Luckily. Uh, Airbnb has a insurance. million dollar host guarantee insurance, so it was a pain in the ass to get. But I got, I got, got reimbursed. reimbursed. I got oh, everything booked. Yeah. Did you, Airbnb? I gave him some receipts for lenses he didn't own. Uh-huh. Did you? So he came up. <laughs> I swear to God, he, we got all sorts of lenses and shit. I'll throw you under the <laughs> bus, bro. I'll send you under the bus, dude. You know, there you go. Hard again. He's hard we have again. To wait three more years before we talk about that. No, do the statue limitations. You, you said it was six years ago. I don't remember exactly. Somebody had a good joke about that. It's not my joke, but somebody was like, "I try to file cancel." I try to file this uh, insurance claim, and he goes, uh, "He goes, yeah, the insurance company's on him." He's like, "Sir, Rolex doesn't make car stereos." (laughs) That's funny. That's good. Yeah, no, that was uh, well. You know, when I was a kid, your bike would get stolen. Oh, I got my bike stolen. Am I saying it? I have stolen. 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 Yeah, so I'm learning English from you. Yeah, stolen. Well, you're fucking Canadian, dude. You guys don't. Yeah, fucking Catholic. Canadian. And the funny part Canadian is, is I know that you, me, and you, and love stealing the Canucks. Oh, Canucks. Oh, yeah. yeah, I do. You love, I love Canadians. I love Canadians. Yeah. 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 You just For, had a phone call from one of them. Uh, there. I have found. Okay, Canadians have uh, dry and good senses of humor. Mm-hmm. They're Thank kind. You. Passive aggressive. Passive aggressive. A little bit. So passive aggressive. Dude, you go to Vancouver. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. It's and so I, I've noticed that my living here in Austin, 
then I'm like, oh, we're not that nice. It's very passive aggressive. So I recognize. You're starting to be less nice, I think. But overall, Canadians are kind. Love to follow rules. They follow rules. They're, they're, uh, They're sweet. They're good senses of humor. They're beautiful. They're beautiful people. I would say there's a lot of beautiful Canadian women. And they're clean. Like you go around Canada, it's not dirty like America is. No, it's pretty tidy. Yeah, it's a the, tidy the women place. are tidy. There's some street pigs out there. Sure, yeah, it's like anything. You know, there, this is a generalization, but overall, Mr. Canadian K, is awesome. are you married Canadian or something? Awesome. You're clenching your lip like you want to tell us about all the pussy stories in I Canada, can't. but you yeah, can't. can't. I, I can see him can't. going like there. He's fucked a bunch of <laughs> drifters. <laughs> you fucked a bunch of. Woo! <laughs> now I'm coming alive, bro. <laughs> Montreal, right? Yeah, Montreal. You insane. don't. Yeah. It's Have you been? Montreal now. No. Oh my God, Montreal. You get chlamydia fantastic. at the airport. I I've it's always dirty, wanted chlamydia. Sexy. I've always you never had that. chlamydia. No, I've always wanted. It. I've been trying to get what it. About you? Oh, I've had it all. Chlamydia is an easy one. Chlamydia is yeah, easy one. It's an easy one. They give you a drink. Chlamydia, you know, right a little now, blend the pill and the drink. Yeah, yeah, I've always wanted it. I heard it's one of the good ones to get. I've it's tried. I hate condoms, but yeah, I think I'm just too strong. I'm immune from all these things. That I've been trying to get COVID. I've been trying to get it all. But you've lived it. a, uh, you know, you're, you're not a smoker, heavy drinker, no. uh, drug addict. Yeah. None no, of that. I, I don't do you're that a pretty meat and potatoes kind of night person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm an alcoholic, but I don't drink alcohol. It's really weird. He has the alcoholic habits. Like he gets his hair cut at Pep Boys. <laughs> I don't know if, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he's really an odd duck. <laughs> Pet boys, yeah, dude, two for one. He gets an oil sp- oil change yeah. and a haircut. I thought it was I thought it was an American uh, pet shop. I thought he went to a poodle groomer. No, they're too expensive. Pet boys is way. <laughs> You've never you don't even know about pet boys. It's like a AutoZone. Yeah, yeah, they go get. It's like mighty. Oh, uh, you don't even muffler. know about cars. I don't know about cars. Yeah, you don't know a car. Never had a car. Never been. I think I've driven, yeah, I've driven you around, and you've, you've, you've told me that several times. Yeah, so you're I, in the back seat with some crazy fucking guy. Probably. At this point, yeah. if you're, like, proud of never having been in a car, do you want so, one? What about when they become autonomous? Will you buy one then? What's autonomous mean? They're coming out with autonomous cars. <laughs> so you don't need a driver. Yeah. Really. No. You want one? No? No. No. I want to... Uh, uh, I've already picked out some pictures and stuff. I'm going to buy her a hearse. Oh, that's cool. That's a car. But I'm getting a, a brand new Audi and limousine it and then make the interior of the hearse exterior look like a office. or a, Drive around with Ari's career in the back? Oh, uh, in the trunk. Got with him. With duct tape over his mouth. I don't Bang. have a career to kill. There's no- Got him. None of us do now. Yeah. Like, let, let's technically look at what's unfolded over the last year and a half. And notice that uh, we're all pretty happy still, generally yeah. people, under the circumstances. I think I had the best year of my life last year. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I fished so much. Bro, I didn't even think about any. I, you know, I, it felt like a sabbatical. Yeah. Like, I, I haven't much paid my rent in a year. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it was the way my mentality, a lot of people were itching to go do stand-up again. Because a lot of comedians are mentally ill and they need that attention fix. Sure. But for me, it's more for, I do like the attention, but it's more for fun and enjoyment. Mm-hmm. But there's so many people who are doing Zoom mics and just needed their fix <laughs> of stand-up like a drug. Can we agree? Yeah, me neither. Zoom is bullshit. Zoom is bullshit. I never did it, yeah. But, never but for did me, it. I was never like, did. hey. I did one at the Laugh Factory, never did it. Never yeah, did fuck it. that. Thank you. 
But yeah, I, I refused every fucking Zoom show. They yeah. were like, come do it. It's a great crowd. I go, they're fucking sitting on their couch eating popcorn. Yeah, I agree. But I was going to say for me, I took it as, hey, I'm getting a year off of comedy right now. Probably will never have another year off comedy. Like, they will never take a break like this ever again. So I might as well just embrace it. Yeah. This is a vacation, and comedy will come back, and I'll do it again. But right now, I'm just going to enjoy having a year to do whatever I want. The tide went out. Mm -hmm. The audience, they're over there. Mm -hmm. But it, 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 it comes in and waves. You can, you know, you've bombed in front of large groups of people and small groups of people, but the people are defining the experience. So when the people come back, and that makes the comedy more relevant. Did any of that make sense? I gotta yeah. get puppets. I gotta get puppets. You gotta get puppets. I'm dude. putting the puppet. You need an animation here. over what, what you just here. explained there. That analogy of the tide going in and out. Yeah. If you don't do an animation and send it to me, yeah, so I could send it to my publisher and my PR company that I just <laughs> opened up. Man, this is fucking solid <laughs> podcasting material right here. But it is. Ari, right, look alive. You know the audience. It's not like they've, you know, uh, uh, they're burning down comedy clubs mm-hmm. and. Uh, separating us from our platforms that we perform live, um, the world as a whole had folded over on itself. And um, as a stand-up comedian, it's not personal. So when the tide comes back up to the stage, when society allows that kind of environment, some places a little more proactive, a little more comedy-friendly, just by circumstance... I don't think Austin, Texas stood up and said, you know what? We got to get these comedians back on stage. Well, what are we going to do? No masks. All right. No masks. You know, it, we, we were on the... Just by happenstance. Happenstance. I like that. Yeah. That's why you're here. That's why everybody's here. But it's... It's know. a short flight. You, how many it's times short... have I seen you over the last six months? Three, four, mm. five. How many trips have you made here? Three? I probably made like two or three. Two know. or three. So it's not like you're, you're going through various... Uh, yeah, it's a real quick flight. Sure it's flight. easy. It's like, dude, you could be anywhere nowadays and do stand-up, man. Everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah, how many 10-hour flights have you I'm never even on? fucking home. I'm, and now you're in the middle of the country, so you can go to New York or L.A. Mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. If you need to tape anything, you can do it easy. Straight up to Canada. Yeah, straight up to Canada, straight right? Straight up to Canada. But I'm, I'm, look, you know, I went from doing 10 countries a year and probably, you know, you've probably clocked in your series of 13-hour flights. Oh, yeah, dude. <sighs> So anyway, and it was nice to not fly every fucking week, to be honest. You know what I mean? I wasn't in an airport. It's hard on your body. Dude, it's so hard on your body, those flights and the, you know, you just feel like shit when you get home, the sleep loss, all that, dude. And it was a nice year, bro. I'll tell you right now, I lived life. I forgot to live life for the last 10, 12 years. Me. Same. I was at a club every night. We'd see each other. at the. It was like a fucking Groundhog's Day. Yeah. I'd come. Rouse is sitting at the store. You know, I'd same see the spot. same fucking same assholes. I mean, you yeah. know, I love everybody, but it's like, dude, it was nice. And then you, you, you remember, like, I was now I'm excited to see you again, you know? Totally. That um, will pass. Yeah, that it has this hour. <laughs> Later, he's got a boner again. It wasn't even him I was picking on. I love he, it, dude. He, he, he. Boners. You piece of shit. You are. Mm, You're yeah. the good piece. I agree with you. what you just You're said. You're the end piece with the hair on it. Yeah. That's good. The old log father. Hey, before we get out of here. You want to scat chat? Um, I want to know what Tex-Mex place should we go to? You find a good spot? Ooh, you know what? There's a, we can go across the street. There's honestly about 12 places. 
And there, I'm looking for an excuse to go to this place my friend's been raving about across Let's the go. street. Let's do it. Let's fucking guys do that. Hungry? We had Terry Blacks yesterday, bro. I it saw was, that. It was nice, but fucking $200 nice. later, $200 later, go fuck yourself. A beef Don't for, believe the hype. But it's good. Like, it's I good. got here, literally, I went straight to Terry Blacks to get it with from the airport. I had my bags with me, dude. And, and uh, you know, I get the rib, and every time I eat it, we go, we're never eating barbecue again. Afterwards, you know, yeah, it's yeah. so much. You eat so much. You eat so much, and you know what? There's there's three meals within that. It would probably be a lot more pleasurable, especially mm-hmm. the ticket price. You know, uh, how much prime rib can you buy for sixty dollars? Enough to where you feel really guilty at the end of it of how yeah. much you put stuffed in your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I tried to eat some last night when we got home after drinking and shit. Dude, I almost threw up. Oh, it was wow. just too much. It's, it's the, yeah. your body's into like so some sort of toxic shock of just like, oh, we're going to do another pound of flesh. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's where if I swallow a whole piece of brisket, mm-hmm. when I do, you'll see, I'm going to do scat chats, but you'll see it. <laughs> the macaroni. Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring it back. Follow Jason Ralph on I Snapchat. I can't believe how many times you're talking about this Groundhog Day aspect of the store is Ari, hey. Ari goes, he, come over here. These guys are from Australia. This guy's fantastic. He roped them in. That to me. This is yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I did, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> goes, did you see fucking Ralph's thing and he didn't tell me what it was? Like, what and he, he oh, I'll tell you the latest one. Do you guys know Fung Chow? Oh, yeah. Fung Chow is a podcast with all things comedy. Yeah. And it's 100% in Chinese. Oh. Uh, because he's from China and they wanted to get a Chinese audience. That's crazy. I always right? tell people they got to listen to Fung Chow's podcast. <laughs> I, every time I meet people, I'm like, you got to look up Fung Chow's podcast. Always Check it out. in Chinese. Yeah, there's no English. Is, that's it. a great title for it. Always in Chinese with Fung Chow. I don't even know what the title is because the title's in Chinese. He's, got, oh, he's on All Things Comedy. He's a wild man. I had wow. him and Yoshi open for me in Vancouver. Oh, yeah? Purposely. That'd be fun. Purposely. Uh, I uh, I put it all on Asian <laughs> because the Vancouver uh, comedy there's a large percentage of you've been to Vancouver a yeah a lot yeah, of Asians, a lot of Asians but the the white people subscribe to stereotypical uh, ideas about Asian people mm-hmm. where Feng Chao and Yoshi are not that. blow that out of the water yeah. so. The Asian people in the audience would see Yoshi and Feng Chao. Feng Chao, I made him, I made him, I asked him to host. Mm-hmm. As far as that's your introduction. But in Canada, the host is a strong comic. Usually, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, the, the host is a, a guy who wants to make headliner money that has a car. I got you. Yeah. So they do that set, that weird set, go back on stage and do a longer set, right? Uh, no, it's like 15, bring up the middle. And then do more time. And do some more time yeah, to yeah. bring up the... Uh, there's more weight put on the host of right, the show right, right. than here. It's like, Ari uh, uh, Manis, everybody. It'll be five minutes of awkward, and then we'll bring out the, why you paid to get in. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're here. Oh, shit. He's right there. That wasn't nice. Ari Manis. Not nice. Yeah. How's your dick? Is it wasn't swelling? was a nice thing to say, <laughs> and I have a, a Do that Groucho Marx impression where you put your sunglasses um, on your cock. I hate to be... A uh, bad guy, a negative Nancy. Uh oh. But let's let's, let's go eat. Let's wrap. You guys want to wrap it up? Yeah. Wrap yeah. It up? Yeah. We got a show in a fucking two hours. Working people, go. I'm gonna come to the show tonight and harass you guys. Please do. Come there. I'll I'm looking forward. Yeah, yeah, we'll put they have a nice little trailer in the back. Oh, the trailer's fun, dude. Yeah. yeah. Maybe and some yeah. food and stuff. So you guys are performing at the Sunset Strip comedy venue tonight. Sunset Strip Comedy Club. Sold out. We don't even need to plug it. 
Yeah, it's oh, all sold out. True. Two well, shows, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Where can people find you, Army? At Amir Comedy. Ari Manis. All right. Thanks for being on the show, ladies. That was we'll, fun. We'll do video. We're going to get some Tex-Mex and... Um, and I'll, a scat chat. My movie's coming out on Amazon June 1st, so if you're listening and you like horror movies, I play a serial killer. I want to see that. You guys want to see the trailer? Yeah. I'd love to see the trailer. Let's see the trailer. Bingo, go check it out. Stop! Stop! Stop!